Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Venters and Marlon Madden back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. Uh, Marlon, how you doing today, bro? Oh man, maintaining my brother, maintaining. Nah, I love it. I love it. I'm I'm on the run, bro. I like you know starting this show off. I am. Um, the boys had practice, so I'm running here, running there. Uh, but we left practice on a good note. Basketball practice. My 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 youngest made a swish. You know, oh, the what? Last, yeah, they lost the game, but he made he switched the <laughs> shot. You know, the last shot of the game, so it, it was good, man. It was like it was, to me, he won. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, how, how, how much did they lose by, man? Uh, nah, I don't even, I don't even, I wouldn't even count keeping track of the score, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that bad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, nah, it was good, man. Left on a high note. Definitely left oh, on a high good. note, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah, everything good on your end? Oh, everything's good on my end. You know, work, of course, always, always hectic. I have a, uh, simple, uh, uh, it's like a, symposium coming up that I'm putting together yep. where people from Okinawa, people from um, from California, people from all over the globe is coming to. Wow. So I'm kind of hosting it. So I'm having a building I have to put together, get food ready. There's an award ceremony. There's going to be a three-star general there. So a lot of stuff that uh, pressure on my back just in case it, it messed up. I just want to tell everybody while I'm on my podcast, sorry, so they can listen to it. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you know, but but it's all good, man. Yeah. I, I, um, we work out logistics. We should. We everything will be fine. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. So, man, why don't you introduce our guest for today? Oh man, we have an amazing guest today, and he's he's done a lot. Um, but uh, Paul, are you there? Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks Nothing much. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for coming on our show once again. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, brother? Yeah, so my name is Paul Garino from uh, West Haven, Connecticut, and um the founder of PG Sports, uh, sports apparel and media brand. Love it. Love all right, it. Love all right. It. All right. <laughs> you, you know, you, you gave us a you gave us a, a short little bio, man. Tell us a little bit about uh media um PG and you know, what, 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 what you're all about. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I created PG sports in 2011. I was a sophomore or well, I was going into my sophomore year of college. So I was 19 at the time. So I've been doing it a while now, even though I'm still young. Um, I just started as a Twitter page, uh, Twitter page grew. Uh, I just made t-shirts as just like to promote the Twitter. This is when Twitter, it just sounds funny saying it now. Cause yeah. I know Twitter is as big. <laughs> But uh, Twitter used to be popping back in the day. Yeah. I still like Twitter uh, yeah. as the funniest stuff and has always the breaking news. But anyways, yeah. So and I was just I just created apparel just to promote the Twitter and then uh, people liked it. So I got my logo redone. Well, I actually got a logo because at first it was just like a font. So I got a logo and then I started making some T-shirts and then, you know, you always see like athletes wearing stuff and that's how people would notice stuff and that's why little kids and stuff would want the stuff. So I just started reaching out to people and I knew like uh, a few guys that went to my high school, like that were older than me. Uh, were in NFL, so I, I reached out to them and got them to wear it. And from there, I just started reaching out to people on social media, um, just like giving out free merchandise to get them to promote it back in the day before all this influencer stuff. So I was a little ahead of the curve. So mm -hmm. I, cause I, 
people are doing that now. Okay. Now you say you're still a little bit young. Hold how old are you? Uh, 26. 26. So yeah. you, and you started this at 19. Now yeah. what, what did you go to college for? Uh, so I went to Sacred Heart University in Fairfield, Connecticut. Uh, I got my undergrad in sports management and marketing, and I got my master's in communication and media. So I got a little background in both business and media. Mm. Mm. So, so when you started this up, you know, you said you was in your sophomore, sophomore year, right? Of yeah. uh, college. Um, you know, what, what, what gave you the, the thought to say, Hey man, I, I want to do this on, on Twitter. Cause I remember at that time, uh, you're 26. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So at that time, you know, people were promoting themselves on Twitter, you know, like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. You know, what gave you the thought to say, Hey, you know, let me, let me actually build a brand on this platform. Um, so I want to, I, yeah, I didn't know it was going to become a brand. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of sounds cliche, but it was just, uh, I was just like literally sitting in my living room, just bored one summer night. And I just created the, I was like, I'm going to create a Twitter page, PG sports. And uh, it was just because instead of, you know, always tweeting and Facebook statuses about sports on my personal page and people get annoyed maybe. And so I just figured mine to do it dedicated just to sports. Like, you know, just that was the original thing, just tweeting about sports, um, like scores and stuff like that. Mm, mm. And it was, <laughs> was it any uh, particular sport that you really gravitated to or were it all platforms and did you play sports when you're younger? And was that the what, kind of the thing that gave you that passion and wanted to um, be going that arena? Yeah. So originally I wanted to just do a baseball brand, but then I didn't want to do that because I wanted to diversify, to diversify myself, you know, and do all sports, um, mm-hmm. which today I would say it could have went either way because now I see other pages like that that are more niche. And I think niche marketing works out a little bit better, but I'm still glad that I chose all sports because I wouldn't be doing stuff that I am today with like every sport. Uh, So here's a big question. You went through your, um, everything got your masters and stuff like that. Now, are you working for yourself solely or are you working for a company and doing this on the side? Um, so yeah, I have a day job, but I'm basically, I'd say I'm basically a freelancer and I'm doing PG sports. If that makes sense. Nice. So how, how do you juggle that, man? Like, like, cause you know, a lot of people have aspirations to, you know, be an entrepreneur, have their own, their own thing. And, but they always talk about the time, like they don't have time to do it. Um, but you see here, you're building a successful brand and, and business and you also have obligations, you know, commitments, you know, during the day. Yeah. Uh, I don't like when people say they're busy because there's like 24 hours in a day. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, and I, I go on interviews for like jobs cause you know, I got to pay my bills, but you know, <laughs> so <clears throat> when I go on interviews, it's kind of weird sometimes cause they're like, you know, if you're that successful, whatever, but it's not, I'm successful, but it, it, it's not, financially successful enough to live off of yet. Okay. Mm. So, so I don't get sometimes, but then you see at big companies, they always hire like CEOs of other companies or whatnot, or they had a successful business in the past. And so I think it's kind of weird, but back to your question about uh, how the timing thing is like, so now I'm just straight like used to this stuff because I was juggling like back in the day school 
and doing that. And um, so, yeah, you have 24 hours in a day. You go to eight, work for eight hours and you get home. You sleep for eight hours. So that's 16 hours. So you still got eight hours in your day to do something. So I think it's pretty easy. And uh, that's why I don't really like when people say they're busy because like you can make time for whatever you want. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Paul, one thing I want you to do now is describe the feeling you get when somebody sees you doing what you're doing. Yeah. You've been grinding since 19 while you were going to school, college, <laughs> you were grinding. You're 26. You've been working yeah. hard. And somebody looks at you and says, oh, man, I could do that. What I, what Paul does in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so that's a great question because I see brands all the time, like local brands, um, people that I know. And I just know, like, not to be cocky or anything, but like, I know they're not going to last just because I know they're not going to, they're not going to continue to do it. Like, it might be high mm. up, a, month, a month, maybe up to a year, but I know uh, they just, they're just not dedicated enough and like I, I always say, like, consistency is key. And people, people just ask me like random questions all the time. And I'm just like, like most of the time, it's just like, you literally just have to message people like DM them and email and stuff like that. And like, I, I tell people all the time, like DMs are not just for like sliding into girls DMs. It's DM for <laughs> DMs for business. That's a, that's a, that's a that's that hashtag DMs for business. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, you should start that. Hey, now, now for the listeners, you guys might hear him, and he says, "Hey, I have a day job, and I'm still doing this." But can you can you just tell the listeners some of the big names that you have wearing your brand? Yeah, so um, I mean, one of the the biggest names I got was like one of the first people I got. I mean, it was biggest to me just because he plays baseball. Uh, it was Brandon Phillips. He was playing for the Cincinnati Reds at the time last year, he played for the Red Sox. Um, so I literally got him because, I mean, I liked him as a player and stuff, but I literally, there's this, this site and I was looking up once again, Twitter, I was looking up who had the most Twitter followers and he had the second most in the MLB at the time. And it was him and Nick Swisher and Nick Swisher had like over a million, this guy and Brandon Phillips had like, I don't know, 700,000 or something. And I just kept on, I messaged him. I had like a promo page. I had like a PG sports page and then like my personal page. And I was just like, spam tweeting him, tweeting him, tweeting, tweeting him. And he, <laughs> and he just DM me one day and he was like, yeah, let's just send some, send some stuff to the ballpark. And I was like, all right. And then like months go by, I see him like in a club. And like at the time, uh, everybody has these snapbacks now and uses them. And, but, it, but not that, not in 2012, they weren't using them yet. So no yeah. Fitted. yeah. Uh, and they were, he was wearing the snapback, but he was wearing it backwards, but it had, I saw the green underbrim and no one had these hats yet. Uh, like that now. Um, so I, I, I literally DM'd a random guy that he was in the picture with. I was like, yeah, was he wearing like a PG sports hat? And he was like, I don't know. I think so. And then like later and like maybe, I don't know how many weeks later, but then later he was like signing autographs for tops cards. And uh, he tweeted out a picture and he was wearing the hat. Uh, oh, wow. So then I knew it was that. Wow. <laughs> Great story, man. That's a good story. That's called perseverance and consistency. Yeah. Almost a stalker, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, yeah. So I could follow it up with, I think, uh, so that was 2012, and I believe it was 2013 or 2014, and I uh, got tickets to a Mets game, Mets uh, Mets Reds, and uh, <clears throat> I got to meet him just, like, by chance again. Like, he was, like, literally talking to, like, it looked like his agent's son or something. 
And then I was just like, uh, I had a baseball. I was like, Oh, Mr. Phillips, uh, could you sign this? And he like looks at me and he, he sees my hat. And then he was like, I have that. And I was, I, he was like, I have that hat. And I was like, yeah, no, I sent, sent it to you. And then he was like, Oh man, what's up? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> that, after that day was the day where I stopped becoming like starstruck for like athletes. And you know, they're just like human beings like us. Oh man. Yeah, wow. Oh, man. Wow. How did you get, how did you get Brooke Lopez to, get to, to wear your stuff? Uh, Brooke Lopez. So my college roommate, um, it's crazy because I remember all these stories like, like perfectly, like my college roommate, uh, his cousin was working for the Nets and I just sent him some stuff and Brooke Lopez doesn't have, well, didn't have any deals at the time. And, uh, and neither did Marshawn Brooks. So I got them too. And like, I literally remember waking up like just in my college dorm and, and I had pictures from, from him with those two pictures. And I was like, Wow, this is crazy. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, man, so when, so, oh, wow. So, I'm imagining like when you, you know, first saw a dude with the hat on, you know, signing autographs, you know, uh, and you're seeing Brooke Lopez, you see, you know, the photos of them wearing the stuff. Now, I know you didn't just look at the, look at your phone, look at the picture and be like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's great. Oh, man, wow, awesome. You know, like tell us what that, tell us what that felt like, you know, tell us really, you know, all the emotions that were running through you at that moment when you saw like finally and that like, your, your stuff, you've been working so hard and someone now of, of notoriety is wearing yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Like when I saw the Brandon Phillips, Phillips, uh, tweet, I'm not even in the front. Like I almost cried for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, so now, now your friends know, man, you almost cried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but now like, uh, it just happens and it's just like, normal now but uh it's still cool but it's kind of weird because i never really see anybody in person wearing it mm, but i okay. always get pictures and stuff and like i remember one time uh the dude rob jackson uh he went to my high school he was on the redskins and uh everyone always i, I grew up in west haven and everyone was always like tweeting me and like texting me they're like oh just saw rob at the gym like wearing it blah, blah, blah. i just saw him and I'm like, I never see anybody wearing it. And then finally, like, I met up with him and stuff. And then me and him are like good friends now. And stuff wow. Like that. wow. Wow. No, that's good stuff, man. That's good. Yeah. So, so what, tell me, what makes your brand stand out? Like, why, why, why would these guys want to put on, you know, your hat or your shirt, whatever it is, you know, versus someone else's brand? Uh, first, well, I mean, when I first started, it was like, I had to nag them a lot to like, get me a picture or whatever. Like even I would just be like, I don't care if you post it, just like send me a picture. Um, but now people, they're actually like wearing it. Mm -hmm. Um, cause now I think the designs just are like motivational and stuff and it, and it, they, it just connects with people like chip on my shoulder. Consistency is key. Sky's the limit. It's like goals and achieve just like stuff like that. And, uh, I don't know. I guess they just like it. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, um, I see, I'm, I'm looking through your stuff and, and Chad, Chad Dawson, all these guys that you have worn your stuff. Yeah. And now how, how do you, how, do, how are you planning to take it to the next level in terms of, um, you know, getting this stuff out to everyone? Cause you're like, Oh, I, I, I don't see anybody really wearing my stuff. So how is how is the players wearing that stuff actually going to come back and benefit you? Um, well, I'm still trying to figure that one out, but, okay. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
I'm not, I'm still not a big brand, but I know people know about me. Like just what I was saying the other day on my story, like you just got to put stuff out there no matter the, the likes and the comments, because like people like just see the stuff and, and don't say anything. Like there, there's, <laughs> I don't want to say stalkers, but they're like creeping on you and you don't even know it. Like people know, like I, like, like I literally boxing stuff. Like I went maybe like a year and a half and I already have like, the pound for pound number one, like wearing it, Terrence Crawford. Mm. Mm. Ter- oh man, stop! You got Terrence yeah. Crawford wearing your stuff? Yeah, he wore like a beanie once because uh, one of my uh, boxers uh, <clears throat> that sponsored Jamel Herring uh, trains with him all the time, so he just gave him some gear. So uh, I was like, all right, that was, it was dope. That's big, man. Terrence Crawford yeah. is a is, is well, he's already a star, but you know he's coming up. He had the big fight here, and yeah. um, and he's definitely he's definitely one a good one to have in your repertoire, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no one's official with him, but he wears it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so share share with the listeners. You know, and I don't know if they're picking up on this, but it's one thing that's resonating with me is the power of your network. You know, um, the school that you went to is a very you know reputable school. Um, a lot of um, renowned people have gone through that organization. Um, no, and you're talking about how you know they went to my school in the past. I didn't know them, but I know people that do know them. You know, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about you know network and how important it is for what you're doing and how it can be important for other people's lives. Yeah, I mean, networking is all uh, it's all about. I mean, college. I, like, I don't want to say I didn't learn anything in college, but like most of the stuff was I'd done it on my own because it was all like social media stuff, and that was new back then. And now there's like. <laughs> Now there's actually degrees to get like social media, like <laughs> whatever you want, bachelor's degrees. And like, I, even like my school now next year doesn't even make sense, but they're offering like entrepreneurship, like bachelor's degree, which doesn't make sense to me. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, that's another, that's a whole nother podcast. Man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, no, that's huge, man. That's huge. So, so tell us, you know, so listener, let me pause right here and say, you know, we specialize in sharing stories, sharing stories of individuals that are on a, on their journey. And I, I'm, I feel privileged right now to catch Paul at this point of the, of his journey. You know, he has, he has accomplished a lot uh, to this point. But I know there's so much more that he's going to embark into. And, and one thing, one way I can read, I know that is just because of the diligence of the perseverance and the drive that he has um, in order to, to be successful. So, w- w- Paul, what I want you to do uh, right now and, and the question I'm going to ask you right now is more so, you know, you made a comment as when people look at their post and you only get one like here, five likes there, thousand likes here, 200 likes the next day. You know, what is that thing that keeps you going when, uh, I don't know if that still happens right now, but I know that definitely in initial stages, you know, when you have that fluctuation of, of, you know, um, activity on your social platforms and people are gauging, you know, who they are as an individual or the product that they're pushing, uh, based off of that uh, reception. Yeah. So, I mean, social media is just like kind of getting weird. And, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, it's a word I'm looking for. It's just getting like diluted with like a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even just with like, cause like I see even like just regular people that aren't promoting their brand and or they don't have a brand or whatever. Like basically, I mean, their brand is themselves, whatever, but you know, uh, 
<clears throat> but like, even they're complaining about like the algorithms and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but it, that's why I, I don't know. That's why I like, it's like a love hate relationship with like social media. So you can't really like, I mean, it's just like, I was watching some Netflix thing and, and they're talking about like these people that have like millions of followers. And like, if they, ha- if they lost their, <laughs> if they lost their accounts and they're like nothing without that, but like, uh, <laughs> like if I lost, <laughs> yeah. Like if I lost my social media, I mean, yeah, it'd be like, I mean, it, it wouldn't be like life, life defining moment. Like it'd be like, whatever, like I saw it. Like I saw, I mean, I have a website and all this other stuff. I mean, I picture, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about, man, because I see here that um, a lot of people and that's why that's what prompted our show, Paul, our show is because we we see a lot of people, they they go into social media, they see somebody that has, you know, 100,000 followers, you say, that, like, like you said, their self is their brand, but they're not really doing nothing with their brand, they're not. Or, or, or themselves. They're just on social media every day posting and because they're funny or um, so they did one thing that was trending and so, and everybody started to follow them that yeah. now they think like they put up their entrepreneur, successful business person. And then when you sit down and talk to them, they're totally, they don't understand what's going on in the business world. It, it, yeah. It's crazy. So we put out this show to let people understand that, you know, consistency, like what you're talking about from 19 to 26, you're still grinding some yeah. some of these guys they'd have probably got the first the first guy when they when when they when they'd have got Brooke Lopez or or or, or whatever they'd have been like oh I'm done I'm I'm uh, I'm successful I'm famous yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. but but that love hate relationship that you talk about now tell me how do you how do you find within yourself to keep going even though you don't have the 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 money coming in everybody's looking at you like wow. Hey, Paul is doing his thing, but at the same time, you have to have your 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 job and the uh, but the PG is not bringing in enough, so you could stop working and just do that solely. How 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 do you feel or how do you plan on getting to the point where a you're just working straight for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, like I was telling you before, uh, like I started a podcast last April, so hoping that uh, there's some numbers to get some sponsorship deals, um, stuff like that. Now I'm like, now I'm doing some more like management stuff with athletes too, uh, mm. marketing, like marketing, um, manager, you know, uh, so that might be another Avenue. So I'm kind of, I don't want to say like crossroads cause that kind of sounds bad, but sort of at a crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> Both of in harmony, huh? You got a crossroads. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Success Journey Show. Please follow us on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at the Success Journey Show. Also check out our website at thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. I, I love it, man, because what I love about it, Paul, is like from the start of this podcast from the start of your journey, you never said you had an answer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you never said, Oh yeah, I knew I was starting a brand. You know, I knew I was going to have this person wearing my stuff. I knew I was going to know it was just like, you know what? I'm going to walk and I'm going to just put my stuff out there. I'm just going to do it. And you know, we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. But, and, and that's what a lot of people fear. You know, a lot of people fear that, 
oh, I, the unknown. They, I, oh, man, I don't know how, how it's going to turn out. I don't know how it's going to be perceived. Or I don't have a full business plan laid out. So, I, you know, I, I can't go yet. I'm, I'm still analyzing, you know, all the different sectors and cross cross over here, cross over there. But you're like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't have it figured out yet, but I'm just going to, I'm going to move. And by you just moving, man, you're getting amazing results, man. So I just want to, you know, um, commend you on that and just say, Hey man, just keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And like, even like to this day might sound bad, but like, I never wrote like a business, like a formal business plan, but Mm -hmm. like, I don't like when people are like, I mean, planning is good and stuff, but I don't like when people are nitpicking, like planning for months or like years or whatever, but like, what is that doing? That's not doing anything. Yeah, you're, you're correct. Um, some people, they have um, analysis paralysis, you know, they sit down and they want to make sure that they mitigate every risk yeah. before they, before they take a step forward. And they don't understand that with, without you doing, uh, and I, and I was talking to a friend the other day and I said, I could be at the side of a pool and practice the breaststroke, the, the, the backstroke, the side stroke, but until I get in the water, I'll never know if they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could I, I could look, my form could be pretty on, on the side, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, man, that guy looked like he could swim because I'm out there stretching, you know, doing my little Michael Phelps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, but if I never get into the water, I'll never know if I could swim. And that's what a lot of people have problems is just taking that first initial step and stepping forward. So how did your parents uh, feel about you um what kind what 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 kind of a uh, 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 backing are they give you how do they feel about what you're doing and how are they encouraging you um yeah they definitely like it and enjoy it and uh, i mean yeah as far as that stuff goes i mean i was like let's see the first one to graduate college i believe on my mom's side so mm. my parents both only have I'd say, yeah, high school and uh, trade school degree. Okay. So I'm kind of solo on that kind of stuff. Oh, I don't, wow. So I'm kind of, di- I mean, I wouldn't say different, but I don't, I don't know. I don't have like, uh, I'd say like a mentor that done stuff like this before. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. everything, so everything that you're pretty much doing, what you're doing is you're feeling your way out of the dark. Yeah, I'm pretty much just doing so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, it's gonna be, and, it, and that's gonna make for a great story. Um, like Ricky said, it's not, it's not that if or or, or what. I know that you're gonna reach to that destination, man. Yeah, Where? I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing stuff blindly. Like, I, yeah. I do I don't even know. Like, I'm studying and doing research sometimes when I'm just like scrolling through stuff and just seeing. Like, even when I started my podcast. I, to figure out like wh- what, like how am I going to make these graphics? Like what I want to make look like, like I'm like, I'm good at making stuff look good. And, uh, and that's how, and that's how it just it maybe looks better than it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Find out, find out what you get, what you're good at and just apply it in places and just keep tweaking it and tweaking it over and over as you go and as you grow. And like you said, you don't realize how much, um, you know, you, you already have in you and it's like, you're not aimlessly doing stuff. Um, it may seem like that for someone at exterior, like, Oh, we don't have a business plan, but he's like, yo, you don't, you don't realize how much, how many skills, skills I already have. I had developed by just going through and trying to figure out stuff, you know, trying to figure out how to manage a podcast, how to run a podcast, how to figure out 
how to develop yeah. these graphics, how to figure out how to how to um do my marketing. Like 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 you've been well equipped, and now you're just trying to apply everything you've been equipped with. And hey, we'll see how it falls out. And, and so far, it's shaking out pretty good. Pretty good. Love it. Hey, do me yeah, a, do sure. me a favor, uh, Paul, for our listeners out there that say, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, you say, you know, you have eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep and eight hours of, you know, doing whatever you can to help further yourself. You know, you know, th- you know, you know, busy is not an option, you know, because there's always time in the day. Can you give us a, a, a rundown of some, maybe what, what your day looks like? Yeah, so, I mean, I usually wake up probably like 8.30. Like, I'm not, no, I, I don't wake up early like 6 a.m. or anything. Mm-hmm. I ain't, ain't going to function if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I, uh, I work from, I work remote. So then I just pretty much get on my laptop, do my, do whatever task I have to do that day. And then, uh, you know, answer emails, phone calls, whatever, whatever else comes through the day. And I'm pretty much, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm working all the time, but like I'm on, I'm on call. Mm -hmm. I'm on whatever you want on watch, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much that. That's, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, um, go ahead, Rick. No, no, go ahead. You good. Um, Yeah. So, Hey, check it out. I, I know you told us the stories of how um, the people that you actually went off there and you actually got them. Can you tell us the story of somebody that you went off there to say with the same zeal that you went after with Brooke Lopez and all the other guys, the baseball dude and um, how and you didn't get. Tell us the story um, about someone that you tried for, but you didn't get them to where you're bred. And how, how did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, so I'm not going to say any names, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, of course, I reached out to a lot of people that never answered me. But there was about, I'd say, there's like three people that stick on my head that said that straight up said no, mm. and um, and we'll just say one of them is like oh, one one of the most famous athletes in the U.S. right now. But uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we can figure that one out. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe. And, then, uh, and then, but one of them actually turned around and actually wears it now. So that was cool. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. So what made him change his mind? Um, he didn't want to wear it. And, and then he would start to wear it. What, what did you do or, or was this a blessing? Uh, I mean, he just got older and, uh, didn't have many, any options. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you tell it like it is. You tell it like it is. I like last, last option. So. <laughs> you tell it like it is. I like that. And um, so the 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 thing I want to get to the to the listeners is that just you know we're the the key and also the theme of this podcast is consistency, right? And what we call consistency is what we call diligence, right? So yes. I think that you have a lot of discipline and a lot of diligence to ensure that you keep on hitting that target. Sometimes you might miss the target, but you realign and you hit the target. So people out there listen and listen well, because when you fail, you don't have to take that as a stopping point. What mm. you do is you keep on trying. And sometimes you could try at the same task that you fail at and then you know, over time, 
I don't know if the task is going to get old and have to give up, but <laughs> you, 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 you'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, yeah. So you're asking like how I stay like consistent. Yeah. How do you stay consistent? Um, I mean, there's obviously days that there's definitely days that I feel like I didn't do enough, but, uh, I always, I always feel like at least if I get like a few things done or a certain amount done, like it's a pretty good day. Mm. Mm. Like at least like, yeah, you can't just not do like zero. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's day I do like only like one thing, but yeah. Yeah. But you're always doing something. Yeah. You know, some, something towards the goal, something towards building up whatever you're trying to build. You're not just letting the day go by, but, oh, you know, I'm not going to do anything today. I'm just going to sit back, watch TV or, you know, just do work. And then, and that's it. There's always something, you always having a forward momentum. Yeah. You ever just like think you didn't like do anything or like you're, or you think your like text messages are dry, but like you look back and then you're like, oh, like I texted a whole bunch of people or like wrote a whole bunch of emails. Like yeah. something happens too, and I'm just like, uh, I guess I did talk to X amount of people today, but I didn't really even realize it. Yeah, that's what happened when you're doing what you love, you know, because because yeah. you know, for people that like running, when they're because to me, running 26 miles is crazy, but they're like, yeah, man, I got my runners high when I'm at mile 13. I'm like, what the heck. <laughs> right <laughs> mile 13 I'm done <laughs> right? I'm at so, mile 3 right <laughs> so they're like I'm getting the runners high when I'm mile 13 but when you love what you do you get that high so it's the high of just hey you're running through emails you're talking to people and before you know it the the the, the, the lights outside is dark and and you 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 sent off 200 emails and you don't even know um, now I see how you have a story how you helped a kid uh, from you know with his highlights and you got him and you helped to to get him a D1 offer. Can you run us through that story? Yeah, for sure. That's probably uh one of my favorite ones because I was uh substitute teaching out of out of uh college because I couldn't get a job yet. And uh <clears throat> so actually like all me and my friends were like all substitute teaching, so it was kind of fun. Like we were back in high school, it's kind of weird too. But yeah, <laughs> but uh so then uh this other kid was substitute teaching and we had mutual friends and he was a soccer coach. And then uh, he was like, can you make videos? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I never really made like a highlight tape before, but I, I could make it. So I made it. We, let's just say it took us longer to get all the film. Like we did some old school stuff. Like it was on like uh flash drive. Like it was on like <laughs> 10 different flash drives. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know what was going on. I remember in that, in that flashback to like, I remember freshman year of high school had a PowerPoint on a floppy disk. So we got all the, the video probably after like two or three weeks of just trying to figure out how to get it off the, the flash drive and stuff like that. And then I put it together. I don't know, maybe in a, I don't know. It was definitely less, less than a week. And then, um, so the kid had 54 goals in two seasons. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. High school. That's a lot. So, yeah. So that's like a lot because that's only like, I don't know. I want to say maybe 20, 25 games. Something like that. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so he was he was straight from uh, Togo, Africa, I believe. <clears throat> so I make the video. Uh, my friend Pete, started, the soccer coach, started sending it out to everybody. Like we were we were like we were like acting like little kids. Like, all right, let's see who's the top schooler right now. Like, and I think Syracuse is number one. We're like, we sent them 
email, like everyone was emailing us back and we were like, this is like nuts. Like UNC, like Syracuse, Maryland. Wow. And we were like, all right, like what's going on here? So then yeah, eventually like it just kept on going. And then uh, he eventually committed to UConn, but then something happened with like the transcripts. And then he ended up going to D3 school last oh, year. Man. And then now, but he, now he transferred back uh, to D1 school and he played at Quinnipiac this year. Oh, wow. wow. And actually I forgot to mention the, the video also like, I would say it went local viral because it got like 20,000 views on, wow. on YouTube. Yeah. Wow. So it was pretty crazy. Oh, it looks like you, have, you just have a knack, man. You just have a knack for stuff like that. Either you're a good stalker or you, you, you have a knack. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean it's just, it just happened. But I mean, it was really cool because uh, actually when he scored his first goal at Quinnipiac, the Sheriff's D1, and he like DM me and he was like, yo, that one's for you. So that was that meant a lot. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! That's and you special. know that so- soccer players are pretty big. If he gets if he gets somewhere and he wear that PG shirt, man, <laughs> that's going to be yeah, golden yeah. right there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Hey man, your story is sounding super good so so far. And I know we spoke about you know one thing that you didn't want everybody to 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 or you don't really share with everybody because you don't want that to be like a crutch. But can you just share with the people? Um, one of your major ailments or the major ailment that you have and how it affected you and also the positive outlook you have, how you maintain that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I have spinal muscular atrophy. Uh, I was diagnosed with it, I believe, in the fifth grade. So ended up starting to use a wheelchair when I was 16 and then probably full-time in a wheelchair probably when I was like 18, 19 when I started college. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, from there, I mean, so that's why I never really uh, uh, hasn't been, you know, I haven't been in a wheelchair all my life. So. Uh, mm. So I guess I know both sides to the spectrum, I guess you'd say. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Yeah, man, it's crazy because, you know, um, man, I, I, my, I have a condition, too, man, in my, in my life. And um I know how it is to experience a little relief, but then also, um, you know, experience going through the pain of it and, you know, just seeing how you're moving and making moves in this world, you know, it's inspiring because, you know, it goes to show our our listeners and our travelers like, yo, it it doesn't matter, you know, what setbacks you may have, you know, you know, um, you could, you could take this situation and, and completely had a totally different mindset about it, you know, but you took the, you have a, a mindset where at least we see, uh, displays the mindset of, Hey, you know what? I'm still going to work hard, man. I'm going to work hard. I'm not going to let this be a, a, a hindrance to me and what I want out of life. You know, how, how do you stay in that frame, frame of mind? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I just don't really see myself as uh, different, I guess, than other people, even though I guess I'm not in the quote unquote normal, but who knows what normal is anyways. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I just, uh, like, like you said, I don't like harp on, I don't really tell anybody, uh, like I don't tell anybody unless I have to tell somebody, like, for example, like if I have to <clears throat> go to some kind of building that I never went to or something that I have to figure out uh, if I could get into the actual building or whatnot, then I have to tell the people or tell somebody or, or just look it up on Google maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I love that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Paul, man. I, 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 yeah, man. Hey, like Ricky said, 
and I know Ricky's ailment and, and, and Ricky, Ricky just glossed over it because his ailment probably almost killed him a couple of times. He has asthma and not just like any regular asthma, but very bad. Um, I don't, sorry if, if I'm sharing too much, Ricky, but I just think that nah, that's all good, yeah. just like, just like Paul, Ricky don't make, um, make a lot of, lot of excuses. And, you know, he's, I, I've, I've seen Ricky in real bad shape before, but he always bounced back and keeps on playing ball, keep on running, mm. keep on trying to do better. And just like you, both of y'all, you guys don't let anything stop you or just the mindset that, Hey, I'm not different. And I love that about both of y'all that that's what you guys take and just have a positive view on everything. Yeah, definitely yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Paul, man, I know I'm not a professional athlete nor amateur one, but uh, <laughs> I, do, I do make up my way up and down the basketball court these days. And I, I would love to wear your, your apparel, but why don't you tell the guests, our listener, let's just say, you know, where they can get some of your stuff, where they can see some of your, your, uh, um, get exposed to your platforms, maybe even order some of your shirts, hats, whatever it is that they would like. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, all my social, social media pages are at PG sports. Um, and then my website is PG dash sports.com. Still, so we're going to get a PG sports.com. Someone, someone had it since 2008 and they're trying to sell for like close to $5,000. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I think, I think they're just waiting for me to blow up more so they could just like charge me more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, oh, they bought the dot com. Yeah. yeah. They had it since 2008. And I mean, it's only like $10 a month. I'm at $10 a year. So it's like, I offered them like a couple thousand, but they still said no. And I'm just like, you're not going to like, that's like a crazy profit margin. So <laughs> mm. I would take it. I was them. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. No, they're being strategic, man. They yep. know you have some greatness yeah. inside of you. Yeah. Being treated. But man, I love Whatever, it. I'll be, I'll be fine with it. Once I, if I, I don't care if I, if I could afford it without, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Paul, man, we we love talking to you. You know, we're not going to keep any longer, man. But man, we really just want our listeners just to hear and just be exposed to journeys and journeys, stories. Uh, and this is a great story because you guys get to c- capture Paul it, within the journey as he's going to, going towards greatness. Like I said, he's done some great things already, has made some great accomplishment, great strides, but he has so much more that he's going to accomplish. So start following now, man. Make that connection now. Get his apparel now because it will blow up in the fu- in the future. But that's the end of another episode of the Success Journey Show. And we will see you next time at the same place on the show. Ricky, All right, everyone. Ricky, can I do one thing before you leave, man? Yep. Hey, listeners, if you're out there and you love our content, man, go ahead and give us a like, uh, give us a five star, whatever it is on your platform that you use in order to give us a rating, give us a rating, leave a comment. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. You go on there, you subscribe, you get our newsletter. You'll also see the different moves we're ready to make and the different avenues we're taking and all the different twists and turns in our journey. And you could go ahead and also look at the different uh, people that we had on our show. You could comment on their, on their section and you could also tell us, Hey, I'd like to know more about that person. Or can you bring that person on? Or a, if you have a journey and you want to share it, go ahead and put it in there and we will follow you. And then what we'll do is contact you and we'll get you on the show. Love it. Love it. That's the end of another 
Success Journey Show. We'll see you guys next time at the same place on the Success Journey Show. Have a good one. Peace. All right, one love. You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination. 